702 Aubrey's on Twitter at 702 Aubrey. My guest at this time is Mr. Tom Odula. He's a Kenyan journalist and reporter with Associate Press, and he joins me now on the line. Um, Mr. Tom Odula, thank you very much for joining us this evening. Really appreciate your time. Uh, uh, thank you, Aubrey. So we are just looking at the developments in Kenya in as far as the, uh, shall we call it, the race for the leadership of the country. Uh, you recently had elections in August. Um, there were unhappinesses from the opposition party, I think it's NASA, uh, with regards to the fairness of that process. Uh, and in that process, we know that... Uh, uh, your your electoral commission has decided to have a rerun. Could you take us through the process as it is at the moment, uh, Tom? Uh, uh, first of all, uh, let me give some background uh, enable, so that I can enable the listeners to understand the context sure. of the political turmoil in Kenya. Uh, we had elections in, on August 8th, uh, general elections, there were six seats uh, for local uh, legislative, legislative women, women's representatives, Senate and Governor, uh, for having forgotten, uh, President, uh, uh, I think those are six. So um, all the other elections went on well apart from the presidential election. Yeah. Voting was uh, smooth. Um, there were delays in certain areas. And uh, there were fears that uh, Islamic extremists from Somalia may attack the country during the election uh, day because they had threatened to do so. And actually, they blew up an electricity mass in, uh, uh, at the coast. Yeah. But that didn't stop uh, voters from turning out and voting. Uh, but after the polls closed around five, or the ones which started late, maybe one hour or two hours later, yeah. um, the turning process is where the problem uh, started. Uh, the presidential results were being uh, streamed live from allegedly being streamed live from polling centers. Yeah. And the uh, opposition uh, wanted the process stopped. Uh, uh, they called for a press conference that night and, 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 and alleged that the results that were being streamed were not the actual results. But then fast forward, um, August 11th, Kenyatta is declared uh, winner of that race. Yes despite the opposition protests. The opposition actually said that um, if uh, the Electoral Commission would allow scrutiny of its servers, and they find that the results that the Electoral Commission was streaming live, and which showed uh, Uhuru Kenyatta as the winner, then um, they would accept the results. That was... Uh, uh, opposition leader Raila Odinga, yes, uh, Odinga's uh, chief agent James Rengo, who said that. But the commission went on and announced Kenyatta president elect, <laughs> and uh, opposition 
after threatening street protests, was um, called upon by the international community to seek legal redress, and they decided to petition the Supreme Court, uh, claiming that hackers had infiltrated uh, the commission, electoral commission servers, and altered the results in favor of Uru Kenyatta. The Supreme Court on September 1st decided, made a decision, and nullified Uru Kenyatta's election or re-election, citing irregularities and illegalities in the voting pro- in, in the tallying process yes. transmission and, and vote transmission process and uh, uh, contempt by the electoral commission which refused to open its servers again for the supreme court to investigate whether hackers had infiltrated yeah. those servers so the court ruled because uh, Commission had refused to open the servers. Maybe Odinga's theory was right, or maybe they just bungled up the whole, whole election and uh, ashamed of that. Yes, um, and, and 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 so Kenyatta was penalized for that mistake by the commission. Uh, now this week, so sorry. After that, uh, Kenyatta attacked the judiciary claiming they were working, they are crooks, he called them crooks, the Supreme Court judges, and threatened uh, unspecified action once re-elected against the judiciary. Was this uh, a threat once re-elected, referring to the the threat that he made, uh, that he was going to take some sort of action, was that referring to a threat, I mean, was that referring to action that he would take after the elections? Uh, and I'm referring to the rerun elections? Uh, the Supreme Court, in its decision to nullify Kenyatta's re-election or Kenyatta's, the presidential results that showed Kenyatta had won, yeah. also ordered fresh elections. They're not reruns. Okay, okay. I think reruns are where you have a small margin between candidates or candidates yes. didn't hit 50 plus 1 percent of the vote. Nobody went above that. So you have to have a rerun to determine yes. who would they yeah. So what you're saying here, this is completely fresh elections as if nothing had happened uh, prior to uh, the decision by the, by the court. Exactly. They found... The election was null and void. Yeah. That's the words they use. And 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 so Kenyatta immediately said is no one changes on the electoral commission. But at the same time he attacked judges, calling them crooks. And uh, the tension you know, like his supporters went after the Supreme Court judges wow. character. They tried to claim that they had met with the opposition leaders and even provided phone logs um i don't know uh, the authenticity but they provided phone logs in a petition in petition several petitions against the supreme court judges that had voted for against two in favor of nullifying mm. 
the presidential election. All right. So they went after the the four. Yeah. Uh, the character of the four, and uh, claiming that they had uh, illegal contact with opposition members prior to the judgment. Um, some of that contact they're claiming it was way before even the elections was held. So yeah, the, the, um, there are pe- several petitions that have been filed at the Judicial Service Commission seeking the removal of the four Supreme Court judges. Yeah. Or the three that read the, the ruling was one or six. What, uh, what is the general in, feeling at the moment in Kenya, um, Tom, uh, in terms of... And I, and I, and I, and I accept that... Uh, the different parties will have different opinions. But let's put the political party um, expected sentiments aside. And if you can, give me a sense of what is the general feeling as to the legitimacy of the elections that, of course, the, the uh, courts have declared null and void. What, what, what was the feeling amongst the people on the ground, uh, in your opinion? The country is split is right in the middle, but okay, uh, that that is debatable because um, you know Odinga claims to have more supporters than Kenyatta. Yeah. Um, so, uh, but it's right in the middle, uh, and then it is rising tribal sentiment. Yeah. It is becoming uh, ethnic. Yeah, the discussions are, are all ethnic in nature. Mm. The, part, the tribes that support the opposition versus the tribes that support the ruling party and Kenyatta. What, what, um, what, what, what is driving this tribal divide? Um, is it uh, a sense that one group of tribes is, is more resourced than the other? Or what is driving that tribal sort of sentiment either way? Um, elections have become the pinnacle of um, uh, Kenya's uh, or Kenyans' um, uh, lives in, in, in terms of every Kenyan thinks that when their tribesman is in that seat, then they stand to benefit. Mm. And notwithstanding the fact that once that guy is sworn into power, They'll never see him, or never. Uh, he'll, he, you know, they, they won't see yeah. the benefits of his presidency directly. Yes, <clears throat> and and this is attributed uh, to you, you know the the, the 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 two main contenders in this election are uh, the sons of the founding fathers of this nation. Mm. Odinga is the son of Jaramogi Odinga Odinga. Odinga. Mm who was the first vice president. And Kenyatta is the son of Jomo Kenyatta, who was Kenya's first president. Mm. Mm. Now, prior to independence, and this is an interesting fact I read recently, um, Oginga, who's from the Luo community, was a successful businessman. And he was supporting the activities of Kenyatta, who was leading a freedom struggle, the political wing of a freedom struggle. And he was providing money and so when Kenyatta was imprisoned by the British during a state of emergency, 1952, yes. uh, the British asked Oginga to take 
our uh, independence approach uh, nine years, I think, uh, later. And uh, he refused and said, not yet Uhuru, famous words which uh, meant not yet freedom if Kenyatta is still in prison. And uh, then that closeness or that tight friendship or that uh, uh, relationship of uh, close peers, uh, they fell out around 1969. And uh, as a result... Uh, uh, of their fallout, Kenya became tribal at infancy, you know, as a nation that just got independence in 1963. By 1969, after the two fell out, uh, uh, everybody went back to their tribe uh, for support. Kenyatta went back to the Kikuyu, and Odinga fell back to his uh, Luo tribe for support, and that divided the country along tribal lines. Mm. Uh, there are theories about why they fell out, uh, but uh, I find the fact that uh, at, at that time, Kenyatta had started accumulating wealth, and Oginga was opposed to it, um, saying he was betraying uh, uh, the, the, what they had sought out at independence. Yeah. which was to, you know, fight poverty, educate the public, uh, ensure the literacy levels were up. There was several things that they had sought to do at independence. So, so, so coming now to yeah. this election, those tribal sentiments have been revived. Yes. And they are all, I think, um, you know, just going by social media wars, they may be worse than before. What was being said before in... Uh, private, uh, you know, um, yeah. when you go back home, you talk about certain tribe, or people talk about yeah. certain tribes, stereotypes yeah. about certain tribes. Now it's being said openly on social media, and so, there's a lot of tension. It, it seems to be a trademark of... Um of post of of South, of African post-colonial politics, the emergence of uh, tribal divisions. Um, we see it uh, in Zimbabwe with the Matabele and the and and the Shona. We see it uh, in Rwanda with the Tutsi and the Hutu. It seems to be something that is a common denominator with regards to post-colonial politics. Would that be a fair uh, observation, uh, Tom? In your opinion? Yes, because that's very accurate. Because um, it's it seems also the leaders, uh, uh, the post-colonial leaders, the independence heroes, some of them, you know, turned against uh, the principles they stood for, and 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 to be able to um, remain in power. Uh, they use the same principles the British or the colonialists use of divide and rule. Yeah. So you divide the country into tribes, it becomes easier to rule than a united uh, people who speak, uh, you, you know, who can discuss issues without thinking uh, the other person is uh, a certain way or stereotyping yeah. them yeah. In, yeah. In, their, in their heads. Let's let's yeah. go let's go now to the election. 
that must take place. Uh, I believe some at some point in October or uh, late October. Yes, October twenty-six. Uh, what then of yes. that election? Uh, I know that uh, Raila Odinga has pulled out. What does all of this mean? And th- this this week has been a very eventful week for Kenya. Uh, on Tuesday, the opposition leader Raila Odinga said he had withdrawn his candidacy. Um, the Electoral Commission, while announcing the October 26th date for a fresh election, had said that only two candidates will be on the ballot, President Uhuru Kenyatta and Raila Odinga. So, um, because they got more than 1% of the vote, uh, in, 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 according to the results that were nullified. The other candidates, uh, the other six candidates got less than 1% of the vote. Now, one of the minor candidates went to court seeking to be in the ballot for the fresh election. And the court ruled in his favor, I think uh, that was Tuesday or Tuesday, yes. Ruled in his favor, no, Wednesday. Ruled in his favor on Wednesday. Odinga withdrew his candidacy on Tuesday. And then on Wednesday morning, the court uh, uh, allowed uh, Ekuru, our court, to be in the ballot. Mm. Ikuru got around 27,000 votes. Um, Odinga in the nullified election allegedly got, I think, 6 million, 6.7 million or something. And Kenyatta got around 8 million votes. So these uh, other six candidates are nowhere near the two leading candidates. And, uh, and, uh, and so um, then on Thursday, uh, while withdrawing his candidacy on Tuesday, Odinga called for daily protests. And then on Wednesday evening, the Electoral Commission said Odinga was still in the vote, in the ballot because he had not filled in a form, which was a requirement when withdrawing your candidacy. Odinga argues that um, that form is irrelevant and uh, he is illegally being put on the ballot. He's being forced on the ballot, yeah. so that uh, it, uh, you know some of his supporters may come and vote, or it may look uh, legitimate. Uh, uh, it may make the election look legitimate. That's what he's trying to say. Yeah. That he is being forced to be on the ballot. He has said that no elections will take place. And there is a lingering question on how he intends to ensure that no elections take place. And this is causing tension um, uh, because the assumption is he will not allow um, people in his strongholds or he'll tell people in his strongholds not to come out and vote. But then uh, how do you enforce that? And and that's what uh, people are asking or people fear that it will tend to be violent. Um, he has not said how he intends to ensure there is no election. Uhuru Kenyatta and, in uh, the process has decided to go ahead and be uh, part of these elections or participate in these elections. Does this not give him a level of legitimacy now that uh, uh, Raila Odinga has decided he's not going to be part of this? And what does this mean constitutionally for Kenya and uh, I suppose politically going forward? Odinga, while withdrawing, said uh, he's doing so because right after the Supreme Court ruling, 
he had called for reforms on uh, the electoral commission uh, staff. He wanted the staff uh, replaced because he claims they were in complicit with Kenyatta's party in the rigging scheme. And uh, he wanted suppliers, the people who are supposed to supply equipment and bandwidth for the electronic transmission of results, also replaced. He also wants the person who provided the ballots replaced because he had claimed prior to the election that the Al-Gawarar, I can't pronounce that word properly, mm. a Dubai-based publishing firm, had printed more than 2 million extra ballots. So they were incomplicit. He was claiming they are incomplicit with the Kenyatta regime to rig the elections. Yeah. Uh, he, he, so those are, were his demands. And then he also wanted an electoral law because what uh, Kenyatta did when Odinga was making these demands, he used his, or his party used its majority in parliament to push for uh, amendments in the electoral law, which basically the opposition says would um, make uh, the transmission of results a manual system. Now, the reason why these demands, uh, you know, um, by Odinga have gained ground is because uh, there's an argument that if indeed Kenyatta won with a 1.4 million margin in the nullified election, as he claims, then he would not have a problem with the changes that Odinga is demanding. But Kenyatta has been adamant all through that he does not want any changes of the electoral of the Electoral Commission and its staff. And that has questioned, that has uh, uh, brought questions on his legitimacy. Yeah. Um, uh, why wouldn't you want reforms? Yet you are the person who suffered the most uh, by, uh, when the election was nullified because you had won according mm. to those results. Mm. Why wouldn't you want reforms in, on the Electoral Commission Stuff. Why wouldn't you be the first person to push for those reforms? So, certain in certain quarters, uh, civil society has um, brought those questions, and and, and I, I have seen even uh, some publications, international publications, saying that reforms were needed in in the electoral commission. So, I I, I don't want to preempt anything, you know, by asking this kind of question but what then of of tensions uh, civil tensions uh, on the ground i mean we've already seen um, um conflicts here and there especially in the urban areas we've seen people fighting and so forth uh, what are the implications then for all of the developments that you've just described for us, uh, uh, Tom, in terms of the stability of Kenya, as it were? Um, and some analysts are saying we are in, on, we're going to uncharted waters. Uh, another analyst I spoke to said um, this is a constitutional uncertainty. Um, 
And another one I spoke to say that uh, the president needs to remove his candidate's hat and wear his presidential hat because he needs to be the arbiter in this whole thing. Yeah. If the president wills, uh, according to that analyst, then the changes in the electoral commission will happen. And the election, uh, Odinga will uh, have nothing else to complain about. And if he does, maybe people won't listen to him. But uh, basically, the, nobody is sure of what will happen uh, in, in the next two weeks. Um, Everybody's afraid that the the country is on edge, and, uh, and the, the, the tribal sentiments, you know, people uh, emotions have been whipped up to demonize certain candidates yeah. and certain communities. And then you also have the issue of daily demonstrations. Like tomorrow, there will be demonstrations. On Friday, as I said last week, was very eventful. On Friday. Three demonstrators were shot dead mm. in uh, Odinga's ancestral home, Bondo, mm. by police. Um, police claimed they raided, they tried to raid uh, a police station, but there are other accounts that show that these guys were shot at close range. Mm. Uh, another police account is that there were about 2,000 people throwing rocks at a police station, forcing the officers to shoot. So uh, the violence, the, the element of violence is real. After Kenyatta was announced winner on August 11, there were three days of protests by opposition supporters. Yeah. In those three days, according to the government-funded National Commission on Human Rights, 37 people were killed, including a six-month-old baby who was clobbered by police. Uh, and and the, the uh, human rights organizations have said that uh, the current situation is giving rise to police brutality. Human rights organizations have also accused the government of using the police as a militia against mm -hmm. the opposition to suppress uh, dissent and opposition protests. And by that account of the protests uh, after the August 11th announcement, then you, you can see uh, if there's more uh, protests, then there's a high risk that more people may die Yeah. Um, out of police action. Yeah, Tom, just and, finally um, now, um, yeah. you know, you had the the African Union participating in the now null and void elections. What is the level of trust now for your IEC, your Independent Electoral Commission, um, going forward uh, into the new elections that are going to be taking place on the 26th? Um, uh, <laughs> as I said, the country is split into two the Sub, the president supporters uh, want no changes in the electoral commission, while the opposition supporters want changes in the electoral commission going forward. I suppose then, Tom, but the electoral uh, I, commission has yeah. said 
I say they, they don't have any more time to make changes. So this is what is causing the uncertainty. On on October 26, what will happen? Yes. What are you going to see? Are we going to see violence? Are we, you know, are we just going to see a, a, a mass boycott of uh, opposition strongholds uh, during the vote? I'm sorry, Tom, because I, I'm, I've run out of time, but I'm asking this because whatever happens, um, it appears to me that whatever happens, the result that comes out of this election is going to is going to be illegitimate uh, from one quarter or another. Somebody's not going to be satisfied yes. with whatever comes out. Exactly. And not somebody, a large number of people yeah. are not going to be satisfied. Most likely the opposition supporters. Uh, uh, because, uh, you know, I, 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 we don't think uh, Odinga has any other move to pull. Or most analysts don't think Odinga has any other move to pull apart from the boycott of um, his strongholds in participating in the vote. Tom Odula, I need to uh, stop our conversation now because we've completely run out of time. But I want to thank you very much, sir, for the insight, for uh, just the contextualization of what's going on politically in Kenya at the moment. Um, uh, We wish you all the best uh, as a country and we hope that uh, some sanity will prevail. Uh, in your beautiful country. Thank you very much for your time. Thank you. Much appreciated. Late Night Talk. Late Night Talk.